Capita, this is your host, Jasmine Luchis, and you're now listening to Hepa Talk Season 3. Hola, Jefitas. Welcome back to Hepa Talk. So we are now on episode 10, and I'm so excited to have Curbs by Kim. And I'm super excited to have her because I think that her story is very motivational and inspirational for anybody that is finding themselves in a career that just isn't cutting it anymore for them and they kind of want to venture off and do something for themselves. So I'm going to let Kim introduce herself and um, kind of let you know where you can follow her and, and connect with her. Hi, um, my name is Kimberly Estrada. Um, I'm originally from Floresville. I've lived in Floresville all my life. Um, I have four children, uh, 26, 21, and then my late in life twins that I had, they're 12. Um, I, I worked in the medical field for a very long time. Um, I even had my bachelor's in um, business um, and the corporate world just got to be to where it was so time consuming and life consuming. Um, that I decided to do something um, for myself and for my family. Um, I, in the jobs past, I've been taken away from my family a lot because my jobs were so demanding, yeah. pretty much 24-7. On call and everything. On call, mm -hmm. every day, yes. So it was, um, it's been a lot. So um, I decided to take a huge leap of faith um, and starting my own business. Um, I started my business in um, March of 2020, okay. um, and I still work for myself. So um, I am currently in Floresville now. I was in San Antonio for a few months, but I ended up going back to my hometown. So being from a small town, I actually think it's so funny because um, Atala is from Floresville also. Yes. So I know that I'm not from a small town. I'm from Los Angeles, so just... To kind of touch base on that how was it growing up in a small town and then kind of taking that leap of like oh I'm gonna work in the big city what people consider San Antonio it was so different it was um, being in a small town um, and I, I never really partied in San Antonio I never really did a whole lot of that when you're in the country you pretty much all your parties are in the country you know mm -hmm. you don't want to drink and drive you know San Antonio's 45 minutes to an hour away, depending on where you go. So we pretty much stayed local. Um, when I came to San Antonio, it was a big shock for me. Yeah. Um, I had a very hard time adjusting. Um, I'm not a city girl. I, I really don't know north side from south side, mm. from west side, from east side. I, I don't know any of those things. So when, um, you know, the girls would start talking, I'm like, I have no idea what that is. And and I think the whole, just the the whole working for yourself was completely different. Um, you know, in a small town, um, you do have a lot of small businesses in, in, in small towns like that. Um, it's just getting the support from your small town mm -hmm. that is very hard. Um, if you live there all your life, everybody knows every single thing about you. Mm -hmm. So... When you start on your own, you pretty much have to just take that leap of faith and people who follow you, follow you and people who don't, they don't. Um, and I think that was the hardest thing for me to um, adjust to. 
mm-hmm. is having the support and then not having the support. And you think that you're going to have support from all your friends and family and it doesn't turn out that way. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Kim, you were saying that um, you kind of let go of the corporate world. Was there a specific situation or um, event in your life that made you kind of say, like, that's it, (laughs) I'm putting my jersey up, like you say, um, as far as being in the medical field? Absolutely. Um, It was the pandemic. Um, I worked through the pandemic probably... 12, 13, 14, 15 hours a day. Um, It was probably a time in my life that I worked the most. Um, We were required to um, basically fill in for any positions that were lacking staff. Um, So we were dietary, we were um, housekeeping, we were um, CNAs, we were everything. Um, And at that time, Governor Abbott had implemented... um, the uh, CNA course. So if you took the CNA course online for eight hours, you could become a CNA and you could work as a CNA. Mm -hmm. It was just in such a high demand. So we were CNAs a lot of our time. So a lot of our shift was covering those shifts and then we had our work to do. So I worked in a skilled nursing facility. And um, if you know that world, you know that it's, it's 24 seven. So that was, that was pretty much my breaking point. Um, at that time, I was the only one going in and out of my home, so I could pretty much manage, you know, the contamination portion of it. But my husband was working from home. My kids were going to school from home. You know, my oldest was a senior at the time. He was at home. Everybody was at home but me. Um, and I was gone from sun up to sundown, and it was a lot. And I didn't get to see my kids a whole lot that year. It was, it was. I would go to work and they were asleep. I would come home and they were asleep. So that was definitely my my breaking point. Um, I knew how hard I worked for um, everyone else. Um, work ethics is probably my biggest trait. So I thought, why not do it for myself? Yeah. You know, I didn't have anybody to depend on but myself. And I knew that I had good work ethics. So I just decided to do it. And I had no idea. I've never been in the beauty industry, never anything. I looked around and I was like, okay, well, this looks cool. This looks cool. Um, I'm pretty much the type of person that if you look at my resume, it's very broad because mm-hmm. I've been giving a, a lot of great opportunities and I take them. Yeah. Um, I'm like a sponge. I want to learn everything. Even if I don't know that world, I want to learn it. Um, so that's, I think that was something good that I had already in place in my life to make this change. Cause I think if, if I hadn't, it would have been, I don't think I would have made it this long because a lot of people just give up. Yeah. I definitely can, can say that I feel like a lot of people during the pandemic kind of had that realization that like. A job just thinks of you as a number, unfortunately, especially in the medical field. I have a, a our cousin-in-law, she was a surgical tech. And she actually, after the pandemic, she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And she dedicated, 
she now dedicates her time to her family and her husband and she's like i wish i would have done this before because i missed out on so much because the medical field is very demanding like it's you're on call you have to work weekends sometimes emergencies depending on what part of the medical field you are in so i think i can see why you were kind of like this is it and especially during the pandemic i think that a lot of people like were putting themselves at risk and then they were realizing like why am i doing that and risking my life and i mean of course you know a lot of people are are okay with doing that but i think when you have kids and stuff it kind of puts a lot of things into perspective like i don't want to risk my life and not be there for my kids when i already am not there you know because i'm putting everybody else first and that was a big deal for me because um I actually have lupus, so I have an autoimmune disease. So being front and center during the whole COVID phase was very scary for me. And I think that was another reason why um, I I chose to make the change because I knew that if I got it, my body was not going to do well with it and it was going to take longer for me to recuperate. So you said you kind of um, looked around to see what you wanted to do. So what made you pick um, body sculpting after all? Um, I felt like at the time that was something that was booming in the area and everybody wanted at the time. Um, Honestly, I just took the first thing I did. I took the first thing that I could that I knew that I could manage that wasn't going to be so hard for me to do by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that it was uh, just pretty much buying a machine and knowing the ins and outs of what to do, um, knowing what not to do, just making sure that um, you were uh, informing your clients properly. Um, it's a pretty simple um, process, mm-hmm. honestly, because the machine does all the work for you. And as long as you drink water, you know, you flush the fat cells out. So it was easy for me. That was easy for me. And that was my starting point. So, um, that's basically why I chose that. Um, I had seen a lot of things on, um, Facebook. Um, and I had actually talked to a friend. Um, she she did my nails at the time and she was telling me that she was looking into it. And I was like, really? I was like, where are you going to do that at? And she told me, and, I contacted the person and I bought the machine and um, I sat on it for a few months though. Mm. I did. Um, I'm a very structured person. Um, I I have to know what's going to happen, what the end mm. is going to be. Um, I've always had a stable income. So taking that leap of faith and not having that anymore was scary. very scary for me. Um, and I really didn't even ask my husband. I just basically said, "This is." My I was literally, I was literally about to ask you that. Like, so how how was your partner? Like, how was he feeling? Was he like, "Yes, go for it," not go for it? Yeah. Um, at first, he was shocked. Like, he was like, "You're doing what?" But um, once we sat down and I talked to him about, look, COVID can happen again. Mm-hmm. I can be taken from this all over again and you have to step up and you have to do everything. Cause he basically did yeah. he fed the kids, did school with the kids, clean the house, everything. And once I think he saw that part of it, he was like, yeah, okay, it's hard. <laughs> you can do it. And, mm-hmm. and he knew um, how hard I work. So I think he just 
trusted me to make the choice and that it was a good choice. Um, I, I, I did let him know that if I felt it wasn't going to provide for us or, you know, anything like that, I mean, I have a degree to, back, to fall yeah. back on. So I knew that I could do something else. Yeah. I didn't want to, but I knew that I had a backup plan. Yeah. Um, so I think he was okay with, with the change. I think whenever you do take a leap of faith like that, I think it's awesome to be like on board with your partner and kind of, like you said, have a backup plan because you just never know. And I think that because you do have, you know, your degrees and everything, it's like, um, why not just try it and see where it goes? Right. And, you know, I think that also because you have your degree and you've been in the medical field, I can see why you chose that route because it's still helping people. It's yes. still it's still providing that compassion for somebody and that's what the medical field is too. So I can I can see how they both intertwine with each other. So I want to go back a little bit because you said um you had twins later on in life. Once you started your business and everything, how was that for your kids because you have grown kids and now you have now like preteens pretty much. My kids were so good to me. They were so supportive. They were like, you know, mommy, you can do this. I'm so proud of you. Um, I can't believe my mom has her own business. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to try to have my own business. But my family has been super supportive mm -hmm. of me. And I think it's made a lot of difference in, in the choices that I've made. Um, I think if I hadn't had that support, I don't think I would have done it because it's, it's, it's a doggy world out there. Like it's either you're going to succeed or you're not. It's basically what it is. You know, either you have the drive or you don't, um, you get into those ruts. I'm not going to lie. I get into them a lot where I have to pull myself out and think, no, no, no. Like this, you've come way too far yeah. to, to stop now. Um, you meet people in your life that bring you to a certain point and, then you're, you're past that phase and you move on to the next chapter of your life. Um, I think I, it was hard for me to, um, accept that, you know, that phrase where people come into your life at certain seasons for, you know, mm -hmm. certain reasons. Um, it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. And, um, you outgrow people, you know what I mean? You find what's, what's comfortable for you and what's not comfortable for you. Yeah. Um, and you have to, you have to know, um, whether you're the right fit for something. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you force a fit, it's, it's hard. No, it really I, is. I, I definitely can agree with you there. I think that, um, throughout my journey, we were just talking about this yesterday, um, with Jessica, um, where I am now calling my healing journey, evolving journey, because, as a woman, I feel like I've had many different stages in my life and I've come to realize that it's okay that friendships aren't forever. It's okay that certain people come into your life for certain reasons and you outgrow them. And it's, it's okay to accept things for what they are and kind of just not try to force things either because then you, you find yourself trying to put too much energy into something that wasn't meant for you to hold on to forever. And so I, I definitely agree. And I think especially when you own a business, you 
kind of have to learn that sometimes the hard way because yeah and 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 it's normal believe me it's normal so if you're ever sitting there thinking like oh um you know i'm going through this or i feel like my friends aren't supportive or where i'm working isn't um suited for me or whatever like it's okay to let those people go and protect your energy and protect what you're working towards Got a piece you've been thinking about or just itching for a new tattoo? It's July. That means specials at Presidential Inc. In honor of their founding fathers, Adam and Crystal's birthdays, they're running some deals for you guys. Crystal will be running two for $33 piercings on everything above the waist all month long. Dermal implants are $65 or two for $90 and general piercings are $100. On the tattoo side, they got $30 business card size names and over 100 plus flash designs for you to choose from, all ranging from $20 to $60. There will be a $5 setup fee for flash tattoos and an additional $10 charge for anything on the hands, neck, feet, and face. If you'd like to see any of those images or any other details, go ahead and follow them on Facebook and Instagram under Presidential Ink and Body Modification. In honor of the 4th, they will also be increasing their military discount from 10% to 15% for all veterans and active duty members. They're located on the south side of San Antonio off I-35 and South Cross. The address is 1419 Commercial Avenue Enter at Suite 11. Also, keep out a lookout for their grand opening on their new and permanent location coming by the end of the month. So, Kim, kind of tell me a little bit, since you do come from a small town and you started your business and you came to, like, San Antonio, which is now considered, like, city city, how did you adjust? Because, you know, being a business owner, like you kind of have to network and things like that. So how did you kind of build your clientele and like pretty much set your business here? Um, when I first came to San Antonio, um, I think um, my biggest challenge was the social media for sure. Um, I'm not a social media person. I don't even, uh, before I had my own business, I didn't even, I did not have Instagram. I didn't know what TikTok was. <laughs> I didn't have any of that stuff. And that's really big in starting your business. Yeah. I mean, social media is everything at this point. Um, I, to me, when I first started doing um, the social media portion of it, um, you know as well as I do with the algorithms from Facebook yeah. and Instagram, you constantly have to be on it. You constantly have to like their posts. You have to do all these things so that you're at the top of their feed. It was like a full-time job for me on top of what I was doing and my family. So, and my attention span for social media is very short. So I'm not one who stays on like all day long, mm -hmm. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. No, that's not me. Um, I'll post what I'm going to post and you know, people have even said, like, you don't even go back and say thank you or respond to people when they say something. And I'm like, oh, then that's... <laughs> You're like, it just did takes yeah. up so much time. Yeah. So I honestly hired somebody to do it for me. I was like, and 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 still now, I, I have 
you know, somebody who comes to help me because I don't know a lot about it. And mind you, I'm going to be 50 this year. So when, when you go into, when I came into San Antonio, the setting that I came in, um, I was like a grandma <laughs> compared to everybody. I say that because everybody's in their twenties, you know, everybody started their career in this very young. And here I am coming into the world, an older woman, you know, and, um, uh, my attitude was different about a lot of things. Um, you know, I knew what my goal was. I knew where I stood. I knew what I needed. Um, and a lot of the, you know, the younger girls, they were coming in and basically finding things out for themselves. Um, yeah. I feel like, um, you come in, you come in learning, you know, a bunch yeah. of things. Um, the networking deal, um, was really hard for me too. I don't know anybody in San Antonio as far as, you know, in the beauty industry and stuff. Um, so I just started liking everybody, everybody that I felt, um, had the same mentality that I did. I just started following and I started following and I started seeing what events they were doing. And then, you know, all these pop-ups started happening mm -hmm. and it was a little bit easier to do these pop-ups because, you know, you meet so many people at these pop-ups. Um, some of them aren't as beneficial as, you know, others, you know, um, and I think I'm at a point where I don't just want to swap business cards with you. Like, I want to know what you do. I want to see what you do. I want to, I want to see if, if we can work together, I want to see if I could help in any way. If you're doing something, I want to help, you know, I think I'm at that point now yeah. and not so much the, um, <clears throat> getting your name out there. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, like I said earlier, you know, I, this has been probably the one, the most rewarding job that I've ever had. So, um, I know a bunch of people come into this wanting to be rich by the next year. I really didn't have that mentality when I, when I came to San Antonio, I had already had my own business for um, like almost two years. So I already knew how rewarding it was for okay. me. I just thought a different setting would... Elevate it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and it did in a sense. It did in a sense. But um, I started having health issues um, and I, I had to stop for a little bit. So when I got back up on my feet, I thought, I'm just going to... I'm just going to go back to my hometown where I'm more comfortable. Um, I was investing so much money into so much and I really didn't feel like my business was growing from it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I decided to go back home. Deciding to go home for you, I'm sure was a difficult one, but can you kind of take me to that situation? Like what was it that made you say, you know what, it's best that I go home to something that I already know? Um, yes, definitely. Um, <clears throat> you, you know, when you're going to grow somewhere and you know, when you're going to be stagnant somewhere, at least I do, I can feel it. I, I am very big on my gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, and I listen to it. Um, I know a lot of people don't, um, I didn't for a little bit um, because I felt like um, I could change it. You know, if, if I tried or if I did this or if I did that, I could change the way that I felt. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, everybody's 
comfortable in different settings. Um, I just felt like my setting was um, different and like being back home was more comfortable for me. I know that people say, you know, get out of your comfort zone to grow and and. I believe that 100%, but I also feel like you need to be in a place where um, you're given the opportunity to grow mm -hmm. um, with all the tools you need, yeah. not just two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, give me all the tools that I need to no, do this. I, I agree. So um, I, I felt like um, I tried going that route, so now I was going to go back to to my own route that had worked for me you know and doing things on my own and collaborating on my own and just putting myself out there a lot more because I didn't when I was home so I felt like if I did that it would it would change the way things were for me at home too as yeah. far as building my clients so um I I truly believe that um if you're you know uh a, a woman and you own your own business um if you're not in a place where you're gonna grow don't stay yeah. um you know we spend so much trying time trying to change things that aren't gonna change mm -hmm. and you know that saying you know if you can't change it move on don't yeah. don't waste your time um listen to that you know you're listen to your body listen to your gut listen to your heart um because that will consume you and that can take a take it can obviously take a a, a toll on your business as well i feel like if if you are constantly trying to better a situation that is just not going to right right um coming to san antonio i met some oh my gosh i, I have I, I can honestly say i met some great people um that i'm still very close with um, and I thank God for them, for placing them in my life because I feel like they helped direct me on things that I wasn't seeing or, Hey, you know, um, this is happening over here. Like, let's go over here. It'll be good for you. Yeah. Um, they were, they really, I knew that they wanted to let, help me grow. You know what I mean? Um, that they were I'm, genuinely wanting to, to yes, support you. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm um, really big about um, following and sharing everybody's post. Um, I know some people do not think that way, though. I know some people um, feel like uh, it consumes their page, mm -hmm. and their page isn't really about them anymore. Um, like I said, I'm not a big social media person, so it wasn't really taken away from me. And honestly, everybody that I, in Floresville comes to San Antonio to get a service. So why not share the service that I knew is good? Or if I know that person and I know they could do a good job, yeah. I want to share that. I want you to know that, hey, this is available because it's not in Floresville. I can guarantee yeah. <laughs> you that. Like, it's a small town. We don't have a lot of these things. So um, I, I'm really big about, about sharing um, business posts and things like that. Um, I believe that, you know, you and I don't know the same people. So if you were to share, that's how many other people are going to see my post. Um, some people feel like we know the same people and it's not going to get you anywhere. 
So just to kind of pick up on that, Kim, what would you tell somebody that's finding themselves in that situation right now that doesn't know exactly where to go? They fi they're finding themselves in a crossroad of like, do I stay in my comfort zone or do I step out of my comfort zone? I believe both. Um, I really do. I'm I'm a big person. Uh, I, I take leaps of faith all the time. I do. Um, I do believe in taking risks. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like, um, or I don't agree with taking risks at your cost, mm -hmm. at your expense, at, you know, when that's doing something that's not going to benefit you in the long run. Um, you'll know when, when you're in the right place. I will say that, um, you'll know when you're in the right place. Um, if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. And it's okay because there's, there is a spot for you somewhere. Right. If it's by yourself, having your own, you know, your own salon, your own room, whatever. So be it. I, I can tell you that that is so rewarding for me having my own room, my own space. Um, some people are like, um, leave the door open, you know, leave the door open so that people who walk by can see what you're doing. I'm not that type of person. Um, and my, all my clients know, like when I'm in a session, it's me and her, we are talking about anything and everything. And what do you want to share? And I'm sharing my stuff. And it's a personal thing for me. It's, it's a bonding a, moment. I was gonna say, with it, me. it builds yes. a connection with them. It does. And I have made so many friends doing this and it's crazy because I always say it's like being a hairstylist. Like they tell you everything yeah. they do because you're there. They're there with you so much. And um, if it's rewarding for you, stay. If it's not, it's time to move on. Yeah. yeah. Just to kind of touch on that, because you are in the beauty industry, what would you suggest for somebody that's going into beauty school and is thinking like, will this be for me? Will this not be for me? Can you tell me like a few things that are super rewarding for you? Um, when I first went into this, I had no idea if it was for me or not. Um, when you see your client happy and you see her come in and she's, I mean, she presents her herself differently. She carries herself differently. She's happy. She's happy to see you then you know you're doing something right. And that's what's rewarding for me. Um, I'm really not in it for the money. And I know people say I'm crazy when I say that and that I need to read all these books because I need to be in it for the money. I'm not. I'm, I love making people happy. I love making people feel good about themselves. Uh, that's, that's just the way that I am. Um, so I, I feel like my your clients or my clients being happy, that speaks a lot for you. Yeah. You've been in business now for three years. So what is your goal now moving forward? Like what more are you wanting for Curves by Kim? Like what are we going to be looking forward to? Um, so my goal is... Um, I definitely want to be able to um, teach um, the plasma fibroblast more. 
Um, I have contacted um, a few schools and I am going to go and talk to um, a few girls about it. Um, it's such a great service that not a, a lot of people know about. Um, San Antonio is a big Botox city. You know, everybody wants Botox. Everybody wants, you know, that. Um, plasma fibroblast basically serves the same purpose. It tightens and lifts your skin, um, but it's a natural process. You're not injecting anything into your face or your, you know, anywhere. Um, so there's no reaction and it's a natural process and it lasts for a couple of years it's not something that's high maintenance that you constantly have to be doing because that's the other thing you know you start it but then how many months down the road do you say I can't afford it anymore mm -hmm. you know what I mean and then you can't keep up with that you can't maintain that that look that you want so um, that's that's definitely the reason why I chose it um, and and I do um, I have talked to a few um, salons in like the surrounding areas um, in my area and I'm going to go to their salon one day a week and work with their clients and inform their clients about it. Um, I do want to be able to um, offer the service like in your home. I've done a few parties like that where um, I've gone to someone's home and, and the girls are there and they're having a girls night and I just do everything there. It's so, it's so much fun to be in a setting like that, um, that once you see that and you do it, you want to do it more, you want to yeah. do it more. So I definitely don't want to stay in a stagnant place and just, um, stay where I'm at now. Like a routine. Um, you want right, something different. Right. Right. Um, I'm a workaholic, so I actually have a, another job that I do too. But this is my um, curves by Kim is my main my main um, source source of income. I it's my life. It really is. It and I always tell everybody, you know, my business is my second home. It really is because if I'm not at work or home, I'm there. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's and I treat it like my home. I do like I. I look to see if everything's okay before my client walks in. I want everything to be clean. I want everything to be because walking into a place, you get that vibe right, right off the bat. You do. And um, the, the place where I'm at now, that is the one thing that I do feel when I walk in. I love it. And everybody that walks in tells me the same thing. You know, the vibe is so good in here the energy is so good in here and that's what I want I want to keep that I want yeah. to keep that positive um, energy I want to um, I want my business to be healthy so that I can be healthy and emotionally and mentally yeah. Kim I'm gonna ask you um, because you know, you did say that social media was kind of hard for you once you started your business. What advice would you give somebody that's starting their um, business later on in life? What advice do you give them as far as like business wise? Um, you and I both know that word of mouth is your best friend. Yes, your best friend. And that's your best source of advertisement. Um, social media is is the next um, and I feel like it does play a big part in it um, 
it took me a long time to find interest in it. That was my thing. I, I didn't have any interest in it. Um, and I was scared to reach out to anybody, you know, and that's definitely advice that I give somebody reach out to somebody like, like you, if you find somebody who is doing things for a good cause and like doing podcasts and doing pop-ups and doing these things, reach out to that person. You know, if that person says no or doesn't respond, then that was that event or that thing is not meant for you. Mm -hmm. Move on to the next one because there is somebody who's going to say yes and welcome you. There is. Um, I know that, you know, at times we get um, totally distracted when we're told no or we're not welcomed in a certain way, but that's life. We get that in every aspect. It's not only our business. It's our it's our social life. It's our school life or everything. It's that's that's just life. Um, take the chances. Reach out to people. Um, network with people. You know, if you put yourself out there, you're going to be known for sure. Let me ask you um, because. I know I tend to ask everybody that comes on, what is one thing that you want people to know about you that they don't see on social media? Because social media has always rainbows and butterflies. Nobody really likes to share the negative stuff, obviously. So what is something that you would want people to know about Kim? Um, I'm a very private person. Um, when I deal with things, I usually deal with things on my own. So if you see me gone for a little bit, that's what that means. That means I'm regrouping. I'm um, refocusing. Um, I tend to do that a lot. Um, I overthink a lot of things. Um, I question a lot of things. I'm not just a really quick guest person. I am if I'm making the choice. Yeah. But if somebody, I, it has to do with somebody else. Um, I'll think about it for a long time and I'm, I can be my worst enemy a lot of the times. Mm. Um, but I, I am a very giving person and, you know, if anybody ever had a benefit or needed anything, you know, I do want them to know that they can always reach out to me because I will donate, I will help, I will do whatever I can to do because, Honestly, that means more to me than any pop-up event. Mm -hmm. It really does. When you give, you need to give and not expect anything in return. Mm -hmm. And that's basically who I am. And I know, you know, I feel like um, people like me that are like that, we get our feelings hurt a lot because mm -hmm. we take a lot of things personal. Um we have to be strong and we have to move on and we have to not take those things personal because if we do like it breaks you down mm -hmm. definitely and it's not worth it you know because next week it's going to be a totally different issue it's not even going to be the same thing I always tell my kids that too you know in school this problem is temporary very temporary next week it's going to be Something somebody else or something else like don't worry about it so yeah I just wanted to add a little bit to what you said. I think it is hard for people like you and I, because I consider myself the same as you, where I feel like I, 
I'm very sentimental sometimes and I take things sometimes to heart because when I love something or I'm passionate about something, I give it my all and I have to kind of tell myself that it's okay when things don't go right or when I give and I don't receive the same kind of either support or or genuine um, kindness back. And so for somebody that's like you and I, what is one of the things that you would tell them to like, you know, whenever they're feeling like that? Um, love yourself. That's something that I feel um, I have trouble with sometimes because I do take a lot of things to heart and personal, but you have to love yourself. And if you know that it's right and it, and you're coming from a good place and a good place in your heart, then there's really, you shouldn't question anything. Uh, the world is always going to make you think like it's not, that's not how it should be or you know you shouldn't do this or you should probably do it this way but I think that um, with social media and with the world being so consuming that a lot of people don't do the things that they want to do because mm -hmm. they're detoured from that thought to do something else mm -hmm. but only you can take that chance and only you can do those things well thank you so much Kim like I'm so happy that I was able to meet you and sit and have this conversation on the mic and off the mic. And um, thank you so much for my flowers. Um, you guys, uh, if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys follow Kim. I will let her let you know where you can connect with her. Um, I am on Instagram. Um, I think it's curves by Kim uh, underscore. And then um, I am on Facebook as well. Um, it's also under Curbs by Kim. I do have a TikTok as well. Um, I don't even know what that's at because I have a girl that does it for me. But I know that I am on TikTok. Um, I can um, share my link too mm -hmm. on the post. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. No, thank you for coming and sharing part of your story. And I'll make sure that all of your links are listed down below in the description box. So if you guys want to connect with her, book an appointment with her, you guys go ahead and do that. Um, for us, of course, you guys know you can find us on Instagram at Hepatalk. You can also follow us on Facebook at Hepatalk Podcast. And, you know, again, thank you so much for coming out. I hope you guys enjoyed the the moments that we gave you guys and I'll see you guys next time.